Marty knew that those cyber yahoos had no concept of the sort of dough he had to work with to make sure it happened. Thanks to his ownership of a series of computer chip manufacturing plants, plus some dubious connections with some businessmen in Chicago, Marty had some serious scratch in his pocket. His birthday party was Carol's brainchild. She had heard from her cousin in L.A. about an extremely private outfit that would arrange an extremely private outing for the adventurous at heart. They did Olivia Dagwood's wedding, Marcia said, as she and Carol spent a day at the spa. I mean, almost. They had it all ready to go until disaster struck. Really? Carol asked breathlessly. I read about that in People. Mm-hmm, Marcia said. They've done a lot of dangerous stuff like that. She said it as if all weddings were dangerous, and proceeded to tell Carol about this outfit, a Thrill Seekers Anonymous, that arranged extreme outings for a fee. Their specialty was extreme adventure with guaranteed privacy. But what appealed to Carol most was that T.A. worked with movie stars on a routine basis. When she told Marty about it, he was all for it. He didn't care so much about the guaranteed privacy aspect, but some of his friends did, as they had some rather strained relationships with the federal, state, and local authorities. With the help of a couple of women from T.A., Carol planned the whole birthday bash. It would be held on a private island off the coast of Costa Rica. They would do some ocean kayaking, some zip lining through the jungle, and some waterfall hiking up to a volcano. Caterers would be brought in from the finest eating establishments in the U.S. When Carol asked Marty if there was anything special he wanted, in addition to all that, plus the 200 names on his guest list, Marty said yes. He wanted Audrey LaRue. Carol thought he was nuts. That girl you are so enamored with is younger than your daughter, pervert, she reminded him, and a whole lot younger than the whores you usually hook up with. There were certain things a woman never forgave, and an extramarital affair, or three, topped the list. But Marty was steadfast and seeing as how he controlled the purse strings for this party, Carol had no room to argue. Besides, as it turned out, Marty's friend in Hollywood knew a friend who knew Audrey LaRue's business manager. And now, on the day before his 60th birthday, Marty was standing on a private beach on a private island off Costa Rica and was already lit, even though it was just two in the afternoon. He was wearing his new Tommy Bahama board shorts, whose waist kept folding over below his belly. His 15-year-old leather flip-flops were keeping the sand from burning his feet, and he was holding a scotch, neat, with a little paper umbrella in one hand, as he watched the boat ferry Audrey and her crew to the island. Marty Weiss could not have been happier and he could not wait to tell the cyberfan club all about it. After two days of fun in the sun with the gang from Chicago, 
The Thrill Seekers Anonymous crowd was exhausted. The four partners, Michael, Eli, Cooper, and Jack, agreed that this was one of the hardest gigs they had ever done. Not sports hard, because what they were doing here could hardly be called sports, but hard, like a big kiddie birthday party with unruly kids. Of all the trips they'd taken, this one had to rank right up there with Satan's wedding at the top of the Rocky Mountains, otherwise known as the meltdown of Olivia Dagwood, an A-list movie star. They couldn't quite put their finger on what, precisely, it was about this group that was making this so hard. The windsurfing had gone off without a hitch, mainly because only three of the two hundred had tried it. The ocean kayaking had turned out to be nothing more than a bunch of fat guys.